The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Gotta make sure I got my got my stuff sitting right as far as uh, as far as what we got to talk about. Yo, it's kind of a last minute bonus emergency show before WrestleMania weekend. Uh, my name is Cam. I'm here with my man Peanut, South Congress Podcast, a WrestleMania preview special. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do this just because if you listen to uh, the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, uh, the show that I co-host, you know that some days um, I have to be a bit short on there because of other obligations. So um, because the format is kind of loose... I don't necessarily get the time to talk about all the things I want to discuss every week. Um, with this being the big week in wrestling, I really wanted to take some time to get out um, some thoughts, uh, talk about each of the matches, uh, kind of give everybody a feel for what we plan on doing you know, over the course of the weekend. So uh, just another outlet for me to be able to kind of express um, some things I feel about WrestleMania weekend. Um not gonna do a whole bunch of nostalgia stuff. Um, Peanut, we can we can cover a few things before we really get going. Um, okay. What's your favorite WrestleMania? If you can pick one, I would have to say it's a WrestleMania 12 with the Iron with the Iron Man match. Okay. I mean, just just because I remember we, uh, I remember ordering it, and I think that that's when I really kind of like the first time like was actually able to appreciate. You know, the wrestlers, uh, you know, craft in the ring, just seeing them, like, you know, literally go on that shit for, like, an hour. I mean, just, I mean, you can tell they were dead tired. I mean, hell, I, I can't even, I probably now can even jog for, like, 30 minutes nonstop. Yeah, right. These guys over here wrestling and moving quick, you know, hour plus, you know, hour nonstop. And it's just, you know, um, to me, that that's just one of the greatest matches, like, or that's just, you know, it's one of those matches where you definitely watch and you, you get, you know, more sense of appreciation for wrestling. Yeah, I think um, you know my favorite one is definitely WrestleMania 19, mm-hmm. um, just because um, the quality of matches and the star power that they had was just uh, it was crazy. Like that's when they really had that embarrassment of riches. Like you have you know Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar and The mm-hmm. Rock and Stone Cold and Booker T, Triple H. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, you know, all on the same card. You yeah, know, it's it is crazy. Story. Yeah. So, um, and just the quality of matches, like that Chris Jericho HBK match, um, what Rock and Austin were able to do in Austin's last match, um, mm-hmm. just incredible. Um, would you say because you said twelve mm-hmm. um, is kind of the one for you? Is that your favorite match, the Iron Man match, as far as WrestleMania matches? That's de- it's definitely top three. I-, I would say what I would put above that, right above that, would be um, WrestleMania twenty five um, with the HBK and the Undertaker. Yeah, that, that, that first one. Great. And you know, like I said, the cool thing, the even cooler thing, was that I was actually live there. You know, in Houston, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon. Um, he had, he had got tickets, you know, and he, he got us literally right on the rail as the rushers are walking down. Like, you know, they're walking down, and then when they exit, they walk literally walked right past us. And the, the cool thing was, and I wish I still had, you know, my little, like, uh, SIM card, mm-hmm. but when they, they had a little dark match, uh, the Lumberjack match, we got to, like, high-five all them dudes, you know, coming by, like, you know, great colleagues, really big motherfucker in real life. 
I mean, it's just crazy, you know, just seeing all that like up front. Yeah, I think um, my favorite match is going to be uh, Austin Hart, uh, WrestleMania mm-hmm. 13 um, submission match. Just great, just physical, and just the story they told was amazing. Um, I, I, the reason I like Bret Hart kind of over Shawn Michaels, I thought Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels was amazing. Um, but, you know, Shawn Michaels, a lot of what he did looked like a great performance. What mm-hmm. Bret Hart did, like a great fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's oh, just yeah. subtle differences. But, uh, yeah, I just think he was great. Um, yeah, and just what, his, the, what him and Austin, like the story they told about Austin needing to be the best and, and Bret more or less humbling him. But Austin coming out, like, on the back end of that double turn as the hero to everybody. It was just, it was great. Um What's your favorite? Do you have a favorite moment outside of a specific match? Um, no, honestly, I really don't. You know, like I said, I just kind of, I don't know. I'm just, I was just more just focused on this match and stuff. I guess if anything, like, like as far as moment, like you know, just like surprise thing happened, or just kind of like just what I thought was just a really cool moment, kind of or just really cool happening. I would just say just kind of like that um, that champs match was it with a. Uh, Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. Yeah. When he did the whole boot thing, mm-hmm. Kurt Angle was just kind of like, "What the fuck?" I mean, he pulled the me, wool it's over. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. Like you know, I just thought it was great. You know, of that. all the like the WrestleMania matches that I can just go back and watch, mm-hmm. that is probably like the one <laughs> where it's just so fun to see. Yeah. And they're just both just so good at what they do. Oh, um, yeah. That's that's way up there. Um. Uh. One of my favorite matches, if not for like one kind of blown spot, mm-hmm. uh, WrestleMania 22, uh, Trish Stratus and Mickie James. I thought it was a flawless match, save for one moment. They just had one botch in the match, but I just thought it was incredible. Um, just to see them get that spotlight and be able to perform, you know, as well as they did, is always going to be huge for me. Um, you know, The Rock against Ric Flair, even though it was a three-on-two tag match, is huge. <laughs> um, with The Rock, uh, Ric Flair starts to do the people's elbow, then Rock catches him and does a Ric Flair strut. You know, just a lot of great stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, to fast forward, not to be too caught up on nostalgia, um, I'm definitely, you know, going to WrestleMania yeah. this weekend. Um, kind of in a new capacity. Like, I, I've been, you know, to I went to Miami and New York and Dallas and New Orleans for the first time, like, as a fan. Um and, you know, in this time, I'm going to be there, you know, not only as a fan, but, uh, you know, in a press capacity, uh, which is really cool mm-hmm. and really stressful. Um, <laughs> like, it, it's just, uh, I don't know, you, for like two days, I had a headache. Yeah. And only because, you know, you've, you know, me, you know, we know each other 15, well, I mean, not even 15 years. We know each other almost 20 years, yeah. you know, and you've kind of seen like this podcast thing start from a blog, you know, oh, and, that, and the yeah. blog really start from wanting to be a rapper way back in the day. <laughs> like, so you've watched this happen over like 15, 16 years. And so, yeah. So we're at this point where it's a lot more tangible than it ever was. And so, making a good impression like is a big deal and 
showing people you're serious about your craft and that that you want to produce things like content for people to see. I take it really seriously. And so, mm-hmm. you know, to me, as cool as this is going to be, like it's a business trip. You know, we went down there four years ago. All we was doing was getting drunk on the block. You know what I'm saying? Like we were out there. That's on my bucket list. Yeah, no, in Bourbon Street is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this is more about um, making sure that the team, you know, executes the way I know we can. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a headache this morning. My head was throbbing. And then my man, Rich, who, like, I kind of look at is like the big brother of all this. Like, he really reeled me in in 10 minutes and had everything scheduled. And I was like, okay, like, I know how this is going to work. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um,. Anybody listening to this, um, depending on when you listen to the East Coast cast or not, um, just kind of a quick rundown of the things we're going to have going. Of course, um, the whole team is going to be at WrestleMania. Um, Sunday, we expect to all be there around 5, 6 o'clock. So if you're in the vicinity, you know, you want to link up outside the stadium like we can always you know do that um as far as wrestlemania access goes um i will be there for sure thursday and saturday i know rich is going to be there definitely on thursday um i'm not sure what travis schedule is going to look like um but i know travis is going to be a part of that as well but yeah typically the entire event um thursday i'll be there and then we'll we plan on doing shows and small updates as we're there so if anything changes we'll let you know uh travis will be at the hall of fame ceremony on uh friday night starting at 7 p.m so if you're at the hall of fame you want to drop him a line you want to link up with travis he'll definitely be there um as far as what we're kind of doing outside of the mainstream WWE content, uh, Friday night, we do plan on having a dinner at Lucy's Retired Surfer's Bar um, in the French Quarter. And shout out to my man, uh, Chris. My favorite, uh, some of my favorite times here in Austin are Chris and I getting turkey burgers at Lucy's and then partying on West 6. So the fact that they have one in New Orleans and they don't have one in Austin anymore, I said that has to be like our first meetup. So Friday night, Lucy's retired surfer's bar. Uh, We plan on having dinner and drinks, probably some games there. Um, Late Friday night, Rich is going to be at Joey Janela's spring break. Um, And so the big show where you see, you know, Indie wrestler against indie indie wrestler you never thought you'd see them go against. Um, Rich is definitely going to be there. Um, so you, if you're attending that, you can definitely link up with him. Um, so Rich is also going to be at uh, the Saturday Progress show, uh, the early show, Progress at Noon. Um, so you can catch him out there. That's going to be a really good show. Progress Wrestling puts on a very good product. And then Sunday, uh, prior to WrestleMania, so probably when they open, I'm guessing around 10 or 11, we're going to do a big brunch at Daisy Dukes in the French Quarter. So um, everybody who listens to this knows I'm a big brunch guy, and so we're going to see who can make the largest Bloody Mary and still live to tell about it. So yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so it's going to be that and more stuff like... Um, I, I told uh, Pino when he came in, like my my singlet came in from Amazon because I'm going to be doing a cosplay uh, with some buddies out of uh, Philly and Maryland. So 
Um, when we get details on that, I'll probably put them out on social media or you'll just see pictures and know from there. So, yeah, that's kind of our WrestleMania uh, schedule. Um, some things are going to change depending on exactly when we get to certain spots. But, yeah, if you're at any of those things, um, I feel like in the crowd of people holding cameras and microphones, I think I'll stand out. <laughs> just kind of just think a little bit. you'll 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 know it's me when you see me. I think you'll know it's Rich when you see Rich, and you will know it's Travis when you see Travis. We just have a bit of a different look than your typical uh, wrestling press does. So <laughs> definitely, um, somebody asked me, and it was unfair because I got really annoyed when they asked, but they were like, "So is Sunday the official Torch meetup?" And the reason I was annoyed is just because like. I don't want, even though I'm scheduling things, even though I'm taking hours out of my life to make flyers, like I don't want it to be super formal. Like I, I think that as it's weird to say wrestling media because I do exist in that, but like I don't, you know me and labels, I don't want to be one thing, you know. So I, I don't want anybody to feel like it's a formal thing where you have to come in your favorite wrestler's t-shirt and drop your wrestling factoid in order for us to accept you. Like, we understand you there. You spend a bunch of money to come kick it. Um, you want to be around, you know, like-minded people who enjoy the same things. But, you know, we, we're there to to talk and to converse and to get to know one another. It's not... Like, don't feel like you have to have your best wrestling trivia to kick it. You don't have to lie to kick it. You don't have to try to kick it. Like, we're just, you know, we're guys. And outside of us being there to do a job, like, we're also, you know, there to have fun. Like, we do regular guy and girl things. So, um, yeah, so that should be a fun time. But, you know, if you can't, um, like, if you have a bunch of shows playing, we understand that. But you can make it to Lucy's Friday night. That's going to be a good time. Um, if you can make it out to uh, Daisy Duke Sunday, that's going to be a good time. Just uh, don't do too much before you start walking to the stadium. I know a guy who went to WrestleMania in Dallas once, um, had one too many drinks, stole a football, and was body slamming kids in the hallway. Badass. That guy was me. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, for real, Body we did. Um, nice. We did a um, a tailgate mm -hmm. before WrestleMania, and they had Gentleman's Jack and fajitas, and they were playing No Mercy in the back of their car. So wow. you can imagine, like, by the time we get over to the stadium, like it's You're a wrap. Up. Yeah. I definitely went to one of the suites. Um, don't ask how I got in there in Jerry World. And oh. stole a football. And was telling the homies, yo, we should sit in the suite. Nobody ever showed up, so I took the football. And then some kids were in the hallway, and they were small, so we took pictures with them on my shoulders. I think it's on my Facebook. I remember seeing that, yeah. I that was, was how, yeah. how that happened. Alcohol is how it happened, sir. Mm. Uh, but okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so enough about Dallas. Let's talk about New Orleans, man. I put up 13 Twitter polls about the WrestleMania card to see who people thought would win each match. Um, I guess first thing, I don't know if you've been watching in the last month or so, mm -hmm. but John Cena's been calling out The Undertaker. Why? Because he wants a match with The Undertaker. Who wants to see that? People. What people? I would love to know who they were. I don't know. Like I, 
I think The Undertaker is one of the all-time great characters in wrestling. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Undertaker has probably two or three of the top ten WrestleMania matches ever. Like you said, oh, yeah. you think, mm-hmm. and Shawn you're not Ray's, wrong, yeah. Shawn Michaels' Undertaker 20, WrestleMania 25 yeah. is probably the best WrestleMania match ever. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's objectively, it's yeah, probably the best one. Best. So... And Undertaker's been great over the years. He's um he's a great match, he's a great character and great storylines and you know, all due respect to him, you and my favorite basketball saying ever is like you only have so many jumps in your legs. Like eventually Blake Griffin won't dunk anymore. Oh yeah. As good as he is. Mm-hmm. And the Undertaker has run out of jumps. He ran out of jumps four years ago. I was in the building. When Brock Lesnar beat him. And it's not that Brock Lesnar beat him that ended him. It's how he looked in that match. He was washed four years ago. Like, there's there's no way around it. You know? Yeah, so, it um, But if John Cena and The Undertaker do wrestle, because John Cena's been calling him out, Undertaker has not responded. Even at, uh, even at Raw this Monday, he mm-hmm. didn't respond. I would have um, John Cena so, either. I'd be like, shut but up, sit down. <laughs> if Undertaker as a special gift to people who pay $9.99 or paid to, you know, go overseas and be in the building, mm-hmm. if that's the case, do we Wow. If that's the case, um, and John Cena wrestles the Undertaker, who do you want to win and why? Undertaker, just because I mean like I said, I I've never and like you said, yeah, Undertaker's washed, but I, I just can't stand John Cena. I, okay. I've never good guy and everything. Mm-hmm. I've just never really. It's not your guy. No, like I said he, he's he's had. It's like the same moves over mm-hmm. and over. It's like just watching reruns. Mm-hmm. Like Here's the, the thing: it's just about two years ago um, when John Cena won. The United States title. John Cena probably had in ring mm-hmm. the best six to eight month stretch of his career. Yeah. Where he was putting on great matches and he was, you know, pulling out moves you never seen. He was doing Canadian destroyers. Uh, you know what a Canadian destroyer is? Front flip pile driver. John Cena was doing what? front flip pile drivers. How? Because he can. It was weird. But here's the thing. John Cena's one of those guys where... Uh, I'm trying to think of who you who you can say this about. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys where if he's not wrestling all the time, his wrestling isn't good. Like, he... Um, I, I can't even think of who that would be like. It's like playing... Have you played Dark Souls before, right? Maybe like once or twice. Okay. okay. If you stop playing Dark Souls mm-hmm. for two months, mm-hmm. you're bad at Dark Souls. Yeah. Because your timing's off. Um, you know, how you react to the enemies is off. Your familiarity's off. Yeah. So that's what John Cena is. So John Cena hasn't had a good wrestling match in like a year. So him and The Undertaker, I don't want to see that. Um, I'd rather Undertaker win, but still finally retire yes. <laughs> and be done. Um, but okay. Let's get into the things that we know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's going to be cool. Um, my poll was, is Matt Hardy going to win or is the field going to win? And I, I make Tiger Woods style polls. Um, 31% said that Matt Hardy would win. 69% said that the field would win. 
I don't know how familiar you are with Matt Hardy right now, but he's playing an offshoot of his character in TNA, Broken Matt Hardy. He's playing Woken Matt Hardy. Oh, but he's yeah, not like yeah. Black Lives Matter woke. Yeah. He's just it's just a name. Yeah. But he's really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um and Matt Hardy is well, it kind of fits his personality. He's one of my favorite people in wrestling. And it's because and I swear, like, I'm like, I'm pressed. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I listened to the guy talk for one hour one time. And I'm such a fan of him from listening for that hour. Um, so, yeah, I think that he's going to win. And I would take him over whatever other 10 or 15 or 20 guys are in that match. I genuinely think that he's going to win and nobody else. Fair enough. All right. Next match. Who wins the women's battle royal? Now, have you heard the story about that at all? No, I have not. They named it after the fabulous Moolah. Really? And then everybody kind of, you know, pulled out their Googles and remembered that she was essentially a pimp who was taking money from every woman wrestler um, Mm -hmm. that she had booked and was keeping them on drugs and was whoring them out. So, yeah. That's typical WWE move. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they got that out of there, basically. Uh And uh, it's just the Women's Battle Royal now. Okay. Um, Here's what I said. I said, is Becky Lynch going to win? Is Bailey going to win? Is Sasha Banks going to win? Or is the field going to win? Who do you think won the poll? Sasha Banks. It was Becky Lynch. Really? Becky Lynch was number one, mm-hmm. I think because she's not getting a lot of attention on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And um, her being like a top baby face, her being the first women's champion on SmackDown, I do feel like maybe she's due. Okay. Um, so 39% said she would win. 19% said Sasha Banks. Now, here's the thing about Sasha Banks. Yeah. Her favorite wrestler, mm-hmm. the wrestler that she idolizes, is Eddie Guerrero. And they're starting to treat her like that, in that they understand that she is the best worker that they have, as as far as just in-ring as the women. Mm-hmm. And so they gave her the most time in the Elimination Chamber. They gave her the most time in the Royal Rumble. They know how valuable she is. Um, 39% Becky Lynch, 19% Sasha Banks. 9% Bailey, 33% the field. So most people do feel like one of those three is going to win. Uh, more people feel like Becky Lynch is going to win than the field. So I do think it's one of those three. Um, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks and Bailey have a really interesting story right now where they're best friends, but they've been punching each other because they've been in championship matches and the shit's got real. Yeah, it's kind of what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so next match. Uh, the fourth match. Are you familiar with either Cedric Alexander or Mustafa Ali? Very little. If you can just fill me in on it. Okay. Both cruiserweights. Uh, okay. Both super talented in the ring. That's right. They brought that division back. Mm-hmm. Cedric Alexander, I think... Um, well, I would say he's more talented. Because I think talent in the cruiserweight division... Um, at least in WWE, isn't necessarily about what you say on the mic. So I have to take other intangibles. I think Cedric has a better look. I think Cedric is a bit more athletic as far as what he does in the ring. Mm-hmm. And he's black. So I like him. <laughs> no, Mustafa Ali. Let me tell you this. Yeah. Um, and it's a reason Mustafa Ali might really win. We went to a birthday dinner two weeks ago. Okay. And Faye's best friend was like, yo, do you know who Mustafa Ali is? I'm like, I do, but why do you know? She's like, well, he's Pakistani, and he's good-looking, and he's nice to his wife. And she had a whole article about Mustafa Ali. And so if he's crossing that kind of... And he does uh, 
a zero four five. Tell me if that kind of rings a bell to you. Remember no. when Hoovy used to do the four fifty splash? Oh yes, it's yes, an yes. inverted four fifty. Wow, and it's amazing. <laughs> and he, really? but he, but he's good in the ring. Uh, one time, let me tell you, like his appeal. Mm-hmm. One time, somebody said on Twitter, like Mustafa Ali should be a heel. Look at his name. What really? What? And his response was, "That's exactly why I need to be a face." And so he's so aware. Yeah. Of who he is, you know, and he's great. So, um, I asked people who was going to win. 60% Cedric, 40% Mustafa Ali. Mm, it's a close. face versus face match. Yeah. It's unfortunate. This match and the other two that I told you about all are going to be on the pre show. Um, so, hopefully, I'm there. <laughs> I might still be at brunch. Yeah, but they didn't make the actual card. Well, well you got to remember. The card is yeah. still five hours, damn near. So, um, but the pre-show starts but at like four. The cruiserweight match like that didn't make the actual card. Well, remember they don't have their own oh. show on TV. Oh, so wow. it's you know. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so next Raw Women's Title Match: Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. You know who Nia Jax is, right? No, I don't think so. So, yeah, I, like, I'm really, I kind of. This is why it's fun because I know you don't watch, yeah, and so this will make people talk. Okay. They'll be like, uh, <laughs> they're gonna be like, yeah, why is your friend on there? He doesn't know what's going Mind on. Your fucking business. Nia Jax <laughs> is the Rock's cousin because there are a million oh, of them, you, you know. Mm-hmm. But she's like a BBW, but she's super tough. Really? She's super tough. That's Nia Jax. And she's really mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, that's Nia Jax. <laughs> she's super tough. Um, yeah. So the storyline, like, I think kind of in real life, her and Alexa Bliss are actually, like, really, really good friends. Mm-hmm. And they're playing off that because Alexa's a heel, Nia was, but basically Alexa's bullying her for being larger. Like, that's the story. Okay. So Nia's finally getting her revenge. Are you familiar with what Alexa Bliss looks like? A little bit. She looks like that. So basically, she's, yeah, um, white wrestling guy. That's, she's ideal. Because look at that picture. You see the, yeah, they're a fan of that. (laughs) I'm I'm just calling it what it is. But no, no, she's, um, aside from, aside from the memes, I'm like, I I tell you, we started um, a Torch East Coast cast, uh, IG, Mm -hmm. and I had to unfollow like certain accounts because like, I don't. I understand that these are attractive women, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be inundated with pictures of them in bikinis or polls on who's hotter. Like because yeah. it to me, like I I watch what you're doing for your wrestling. Yeah. Like this is 2018. If I need to see attractive women put me in a mood, there's a bunch of websites for that. Porno. I think you should compartmentalize certain things. Um, <laughs> so no, but the Alexa Bliss is very good. Like she's not the best on the mi- on the like in ring, mm-hmm. but on the microphone she's amazing. She has great heel timing. She knows exactly what to say and when to say it. It's very impressive. Um, I think Nia Jax wins because WWE is in this space where bullying can't prosper, and so I think you have to showcase that. On this large stage. But yeah, they've been doing it for years. 
Oh, they're they are full time bullies, and we'll oh, yeah. get to that a bit later. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Raw Tag Team Titles, mm-hmm. Sheamus and Cesaro, are the bar. That 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 to me is like like the most bizarre. Like, well, here's the thing: they were big time rivals for a couple of years, and yeah. were killing each other, and it eventually became a thing where. They had him in a bar one time, mm-hmm. and they beat up everybody in the bar. And because it was WWE, it was super clunky, but it made sense why they would be cool. We've been yeah. killing each other. We're both tough guys. We like to beat people up. Let's ride off that. They are defending the titles because they've beaten everyone, mm-hmm. storyline-wise, against Braun Strowman and a partner of his choosing. Are you familiar with Braun? A little bit, yeah. Big, strong, he, uh, kill everybody. Threatened Wendy's, but you know. He did. He basically Andre the Giant with less body fat. And that's not a <laughs> knock on Andre, because yeah. Andre had, you know, a medical situation. But yeah, uh, but Braun's great. And um, I always tell people Braun will never be champion because he has too much Andre in him. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to pull shenanigans to beat him. Like when they beat Goldberg with the cattle, with the cattle prod. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if he'll ever be, like, world champion, but... It's him and a partner against the bar. So who do you think he might choose? Like what? I was gonna ask you. Um, like I like it could be anybody. Um, I'm thinking, man, a Johnny Gargano would be good. And I'm not familiar with NXT, but that's a whole different story they got. A Gargano would be great. Um, anybody like if they had somebody in another match um, that they hadn't pulled out, and their partners all of a sudden that would be cool. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of ways they can go. I don't even know who I would go with. Um, 79, I'm sorry. These two polls, this one and the Nia Jax Alessa Bliss poll, have the exact same percentage. Okay. 79% think that Nia Jax and Braun are going to win. 21% Alexa and the bar. So, I, I think Braun does win it because I think you have to pull out that really cool gimmick. I have no idea who it's going to be, but it's WrestleMania, so I can't imagine they'll disappoint. There is a fatal four-way match for the United States title. Because it's WrestleMania, we're going to get into some more. The U.S. title is the secondary title on SmackDown. Okay. Um, 11% say Bobby Roode is going to win. Bobby Roode uh, from TNA fame. Okay. 14% say the champion, Randy Orton, is going to win. Nineteen mm-hmm. percent say Jinder Mahal is going to win. I feel like you might have yeah. missed the whole Jinder Mahal thing. No, I, I'm I'm kind of familiar with him. You you don't hinder gender personally. Okay, fifty six percent say Rusev is going to win. Now Rusev is that's that big. Yeah, and yeah. he's so charismatic and is smart and still quirky mm-hmm. and. People appreciate that he has a very attractive wife. You familiar with his wife? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes immediately. I am. That yeah. I am. There we go. Um, so 56% say he's going to win. I think that could be, that's going to be a very, very good match. Um, that would, yeah. I yeah, mean. so we'll, but I, I mean, I'm not really here for Randy Orton matches in 2018. <laughs> so it's a good thing a lot of people like Bobby Roode and Rusev are going to do good things. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Jinder Mahal being in, because he's a power guy. And I don't like him really in one-on-one matches, but maybe with all those different things happening, they work out good for him. We'll have to see. Um, Okay, so there's a triple threat match for the Intercontinental title match. Mm -hmm. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and The Miz, which has a chance of being the best match of the night. Um, 
19% think Seth Rollins is going to win, which is interesting because I think a lot of those votes came after Seth Rollins beat Finn Balor clean yeah. Monday. Uh, 30% say The Miz will win. 51% say Finn, Finn Balor will win. I hope The Miz does not win. So he just had a daughter, and he was completely like babyface on Raw. Talk, saying nice things about his opponents and saying nice things about uh, you know, his kid. Uh, mm-hmm. And my man said Miz is in the Shoot Your Shot Hall of Fame because he bagged Maurice, married her, and got her pregnant. You're familiar with Maurice, right? Yes. Miz is doing all right for himself. Yeah, he definitely is. I'm not mad at the kid. <sighs> hmm. That wasn't good. Okay. So, Daniel Bryan, back from injury, and Shane McMahon are going to wrestle Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Why? Because Daniel Bryan's back from injury. No, no, I mean... They've been running this Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn storyline about the Ming Heels, and for some reason... People like watching Shane McMahon wrestle. I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. Um, I feel like that's kind of like with a. This could probably go south, like when uh, when Bret Hart came back to wrestle. Was it McMahon and shit? Yeah, and he physically couldn't do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that as well. So Shane McMahon <laughs> was diagnosed with diverticulitis like two weeks ago. He got it on vacation. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Um. I I want to see Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn are really good. I don't care about Shane McMahon. This would have been better served if they could have, uh, you know, brought in somebody that you weren't expecting, like a Jericho or Gargano. Like there were things to do there. Sixty six percent say Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon are going to win. Thirty four percent say Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to win. Here's why that's kind of crazy though. Why is that? If Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn lose, they're fired from SmackDown. Now, I don't know why you move both of them to the same show. That's kind of the crazy part. Um, but, you know, Daniel Bryan returning, I wouldn't necessarily have him lose. I think that's... It's just going to Everybody's be... Everybody's been waiting for that. Exactly. Exactly. Hell, I haven't been waiting for that. And that's the big thing people want to see, especially if you were like me at mm-hmm. WrestleMania 30. You know, um, where you got to see Daniel Bryan win both titles. Exactly. Peanut is doing the double belt yes right now. (laughs) Um, So the SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka and Charlotte, which is going to be probably aesthetically a top three match of the night. Um, Charlotte is leaps and bounds better than she should be Mm -hmm. because most people, most kids of wrestlers are terrible. Even though we have, you know... You're either, if you're a kid of a wrestler, you're either great or trash. Kind of like the professional athlete. You're great or you're trash. Yep. And Charlotte is great. And Asuka is great. And so that really has a chance of being, it could be match of the night. Like, it's going to be really, really good. Most people um, are picking Asuka because Asuka is undefeated. Mm -hmm. And they don't feel like this is going to be the first match that she loses. So... 90% 90% say Oscar, 10% say Charlotte. Does WWE do something crazy and have Oscar lose yes. before she fights Ronda Rousey a year from now? Yes. I think they do. Okay. So you're going with spoiler. I'm going to if if somebody's betting, I'm going to put $10 on Charlotte for you and see where we get. There you go. All right. Um okay. Big marquee matchup. 
Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle against Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. Now, there's no way Ronda Rousey loses her first WWE match, right? You're not excited about that? Not at all. Kurt Angle, I think, is my favorite wrestler of all he, he time. He can still go. Well, that, no, he can't. I That's think. the thing. I don't know if you watch Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle cannot still go. Kurt Angle's body doesn't work the same. Um, Triple H can... Yes! Kurt Angle, or Triple H can still go, but his what? go ain't been good in four years. His go, I don't think his go's been good in like 20 years. Stephanie McMahon is not good. No, not at all. Um, and Ronda Rousey is brand new. So I don't They're know... They're going to milk that the, they can. Triple H is going to be the one who provides the best wrestling in the match. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey's the most athletic with the least experience. I feel um, like this is kind of like... It's not going to be good. No, I feel like it's almost kind of like a... Back to WCW, when, uh, what was it? Uh, Hulk Kurt, Hogan and... Uh, Carl Malone? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But Carl Malone was big bad. and athletic. Like, I think Ronda's going to show some things that are good enough to where people will react to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not excited about the match. No, I'm not either. 92%. Say Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle win. Eight oh, percent Stephanie and Triple H. People are expecting Ronda Rousey to turn on Kurt Angle. I hope that's not the case. I can kind of see something like that happening only because of the whole McMahon ego thing. Like you know, no, we're not gonna lose. We're gonna turn it to where you know, and we get Rousey and you know, get this pop. And I'll, you know, that bullshit happens. I, I I can see that happening. To be honest, just because like so, just cause the whole McMahon, you know, uh, Triple H ego bullshit. Yeah, and you as somebody who doesn't watch every week, mm-hmm. for you to call that out for what it is is hilarious. Yeah, because you can see the, the WWE is very predictable. Like they're the right, mm-hmm. it's predictable. It's you know, it's they've been doing this shit for like twenty years, twenty some years, and then you know, ever since. I mean, it's like it's like I was having a conversation the other day, you know, with a friend or a coworker because he watched wrestling too, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I asked him legit. I go, I go, if Triple H never knocks up Stephanie, does he still have a career? And if he and if he doesn't. How long ago does his career end? Well, here's the thing, though. He's really good at his job. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, WWE title match. A dream match um, that you've never seen unless you watch Japanese wrestling. AJ Styles, mm-hmm. the champion, against Shinsuke Nakamura. I've, I've seen a couple of his matches. Yeah, what do you think of him? He's nice. He's, he's all right. He, you, he's very nice. The uh, thing is, I, I think that... He, because he hasn't been in super big matches, mm-hmm. um, I think he's coasted a bit. His best match was in NXT. It was his debut against Sami Zayn. It was amazing. Um, I think that you will see the very best in him. Oh, of course. Um, on at WrestleMania, seventy-two um, percent are picking Nakamura. Twenty-eight percent pick AJ Styles. I think that's going to be a great match. Oh yeah, and I mean, like I said, if there's any one match that I definitely like tune in and pay attention, mm-hmm. it'll be this one. That's the number one pick for match of the night. I think. Yeah. I think that's the match that if you are the type of fan who goes to all the other wrestling events outside of this one, like the different companies that aren't WWE, this is the WWE match you want to see, and yeah. so. A lot of people want this to close the show. Sorry. It's not going to close the show. You know what's going to close the show? What is? The Universal title match. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Now, and Peanut just went so hard. Like, listen. 
I think Roman Reigns is good. I understand why people don't like him. It's not something we really need to get into. Um, but I understand. Like, they feel like he wasn't their choice. They feel like he's been handpicked. He's been on scholarship. Uh, they don't like how he carries himself. I get all that. All that aside, I think he puts on good matches. And I have friends in real life. So I'm not... <laughs> how you how you present yourself in front of a bunch of strangers, it don't bother me too much. Um, if the thing that I desire from you, which is a good wrestling match, is what I get from you. Like, I have YouTube. I have the network. If I want to see somebody be funny, I can do that anytime. True. You know, that that I, I have access to that. But I do think he's very good in the ring. Um, 92% say he's going to win. 8% say Brock Lesnar's going to win for a few reasons. They think Brock might be re-signing with UFC. Um, well, that makes sense. They've been building this match legit for four years. Like, it's been the project ever since the end of WrestleMania in New Orleans. Um, they had them fight at WrestleMania 31 and actually had Seth Rollins come in and... Uh, what had Seth Rollins come in and cash in his money in the bank. Uh, so, I'm picking Roman Reigns. I think everybody's picking Roman Reigns. Let me ask you. If Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar wrestle a four-plus star match and Roman Reigns wins, Hell do people still over. boo? <laughs> they do still boo at the end? Yes. Okay. What happens if Brock Lesnar wins? How does, does the crowd just stop? Like, do they freeze in their tracks? Because the thing is, this crowd specifically doesn't like Roman Reigns, and they also don't like the guy they think is, quote-unquote, quitting on them, Brock Lesnar. Well, I'll put it like this. If Brock wins, that's obviously a sign that he ain't going anywhere. True. Yeah. Like, you know, that's him saying, like, fuck it, I'm too old to go to UFC. Let me just pretend to get my ass kicked and make some more money this way. I would love to pretend to get my ass kicked and make some more money this way. That's... What it comes down to, I mean, it's. But yeah, um, like I think that's going to be a really good match. I think especially if Brock is on the way out, um, mm-hmm. I see him putting on a great show because there's always that next contract. Two years in UFC might want to go back to WWE. Um, he has you know a crazy like physique that you think he can probably keep up, and even if it's not exactly what it is, you still know he can really beat you up in real life. And that yes. can oh, car- yeah. that carries you yeah. forever. Uh, as long as people know you can actually alive. fight. I just, I just don't know how, like, if he goes back to UFC, I, I just don't know how, how well. Oh, he's only got, if he goes back to UFC, he's got a fight or two in him. So what would the whole point of doing that? Because you can get paid for two fights. You can get in two fights in, in, UFC, in UFC. Money? To Brock Lesnar, yes. Like, if you're a name in UFC, you get paid. Yeah. If you're random guy from Brazil... You don't. But, yeah, if you're a name, yeah, you're getting the, the bag. Yeah, so, you know, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, that's the WrestleMania card. I had a bonus poll um, mm-hmm. about if you can watch only watch one match, what would it be? Um, most people said Styles Nakamura and then Ciampa Gargano, which doesn't mean anything to you. And the NXT North American title ladder match. They have a North American title now, and that's going to be amazing. Uh, so they, yeah, like I'll, you know, I'll let you hold my WWE Network credentials this weekend. Oh, no, I got it. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I got it. You're, you're good money, man. Because oh, yeah. they're going to have Saturday night, man. 
that NXT show is going to be amazing. And you got to be a part of that. Um, and it's only going to be like two hours, maybe three. So it won't be like WrestleMania that's 14 hours that you need to <laughs> set aside your whole Sunday for. Like, Mom, I can't talk today. I'm going to NXT. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's about what I have, man. Um, I plan on... Wait, wait, wait. I missed one. What'd you miss? I missed the big one for me. Hmm. The New Day, the Bludgeon Brothers, the Usos. The Usos, to me, are a top five WWE tag team all time. Probably a top three WWE tag team all time. And I wish them nothing but success. I hope they retain their titles. That's going to be an amazing match. It's the first time they're going to be on the main card at WrestleMania. And they've been in WWE like 10 years. Wow. I didn't realize they've been there that long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar with the Usos. Yeah, because they've done things that aren't super memorable. um, But now they're that team. And I wish them the best. All three teams are so good. I'm happy for the New Day to be in their spot, to be getting money. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bludgeon Kofi. Brothers. Yeah, shout out Kofi Kingston. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, the Bludgeon shout Brothers. His grind. Yeah. The Bludgeon Brothers are really good as characters right now. Um, and, and the way they're being presented as world killers that can't be stopped is really cool, too. Um, so that's going to be uh, definitely a chance at match of the night. Um, but, yeah, I will be in New Orleans Thursday, 4 or 5. Come say what's up. Kick it with your boys. Say what's up at Access. If you see me out at the restaurant, dap me up. You see me out at the bar, salute me. Um, you know, we can have a conversation there. Make and sure he doesn't get too fucked up so he can remember what's going on and not steal a football. Wow. Uh, yeah, please do that. And kind of the thing about that is, like, because I'm going to be there, like, in, like, a work capacity, I'm already like, well, I know kind of how late I can stay out. Uh, Friday. Yeah. I know, you know, what time I got to be in on Thursday. So, so those things do exist. Um, wow, those things do exist. So we are gonna pace it. We're gonna be super adults about it. Um, again, you'll see myself, Travis, or Rich, um, pretty much at every event that you go to. If you want to link, you want to build, you know, just uh, you know, say what's up and then keep it moving. Like whatever it is, um, we definitely you know, appreciate the conversation. We appreciate the time. So um, hopefully you hear this before you make your trip. Um, You know, you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter, both at Seahawk, that's C-E-E-H-A-W-K. You can find uh, South Congress on Twitter and Instagram. It's just South Congress with a K on Twitter and then South Congress podcast on Instagram. And then, as far as the Torch goes, um, as far as the East Coast cast goes, the PW Torch East Coast cast is what you're going to see on, uh, wow, is what you're going to see on Facebook. And then Torch East Coast cast is where you can find us on Instagram. So, just a bunch of different ways. Again, we'll be putting mad stuff out there. You probably see us putting out mad snaps if you follow the WrestleMania snap. So, all kind of ways to get up with us. Again, if you want to just come say hi, that's cool. You know, if you're trying to get in on one of these meals that we're having, that's what's always most fun to me. So definitely let us know. Um, I appreciate my man Peanut being here, um, making this job a bit easier for me. Um, if you don't get to make it out to New Orleans, you have a great WrestleMania week. If you are in New Orleans, I hope to see you there. Um, This has been the South Congress Podcast WrestleMania Preview Special. 
For my man Peanut, mm -hmm. I'm Cameron, and we're out. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.